You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Cage. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Where about what up, everybody? Salute. And happy Thanksgiving. This is a special compensated podcast where I am speaking to an amazing, amazing independent creator that has this fire book called Dog Eaters. And he's actually now has been uh, going to be published on the label of my boy, Mr. P. Hayden. You know, it's going to be on the anyone like ASAP Comics UK uh, imprint is an amazing creator with an amazing story that has amazing art. And I'm happy to have him because, you know, home, homie, just like Dodgy, is in the future right now. He's all the way overseas, like living the high life. It's daytime for him while I'm eating turkey. He's drinking coffee. Let me introduce the one and only Mr. Malcolm Wong. Wepa, what's going on, kiddo? How you doing? Thank you very much, Al. <laughs> You're a uh, juice, baby. <laughs> well, I'm absolutely juice, but now we get it juice. I mean, do you drink coffee or tea? Cause, you know, based where you're at right now. Because look how beautiful the sunshine behind you, I'm sure. <laughs> Clear day. can see Mount Fuji from uh, my rooftop. You really can? Yes, you can. Oh, yeah. well, tell everybody where you're at right now. I'm in Tokyo. Um been here for a number of years, actually, and... Um, really? How long? Well, since 1983. Oh, wow. So you have, you've you been stationary there. Yes, and uh, traveling back and forth to um, uh, where we pay taxes in Hawaii. So we <laughs> okay. the, um, the American, uh, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever you, whatever, whatever, you, want to whatever you want to call it now, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, and I mean, so did you grow up there as well? No, I grew up um, on the East Coast, born in Baltimore. Oh, uh, were. nice. Yeah. Well, up to what age, man, did you stay in Baltimore? To age six, and then uh, okay. elementary school to high school in the greater Boston area. And oh, then, right, so you were a mass man, too, talking about the bar and the car and all that yacht, you know. Mahaba and all that stuff. Mahaba, yeah, was, ew, you got that on the money, kiddo. <laughs> New England Patriots. And then... Uh, I don't know, bro. I'm a Giants fan, bro. <laughs> I, I feel for you. Oh, and then um, Hilo, Hawaii, and then uh, Honolulu, and then... Uh, what did you get to Hawaii? How 75. Yeah. Okay. Oh, damn, bro. Wait, 75. Yeah, hey, brother, you like a young ass man. If you don't wow. mind me asking, you ain't no lady, so I could ask a man. You how old? Are you? <laughs> I can collect social security now. You know. Get the f out of here, my brother. God bless. He looks mad young, bro. If I, I if I if I had worked enough in America, because I think I have five hundred dollars of social security coming to me at some point. <laughs> Get over my lifetime. That's like a dollar a dollar a day, a dollar a dollar a year, maybe. You know what I mean? God damn, bro. Oh wow, but you're the man, young. God bless, bro. So let's talk about this whole journey, bro. So you grew up in Maryland, man. Is that where you find your love for comics, or, or, or was it in Boston, or was it in Hawaii? Where did you find well, your love? Well, in Boston, you know, as a kid, Boston, you know, um, the Phantom, uh, you know, those kind of really old school stuff. That kind of those kind of comics there, 
What attracted you first? What was the, the first thing that, that caught your eye as a comic fan? Well, actually, my entree into comics came to screenwriting. I, oh, really? Screenwriting? Talk about that. Yeah, because I, I know that the particular book you have was actually meant for something else as well. <laughs> that's right. It, it, was, um, it won three awards at the Screenwriting Expo in L.A., oh, and uh, one of the awards... One of the awards was to have the um, screenplay adapted into uh, a comic, you know, six issues of comics and then uh, bound into a graphic novel. This was the Dable Brothers. I don't know if you remember them. They were really hot back in the early 2000s because they had adapted uh, a prequel to Game of Thrones, George R. Oh, what? Okay. And they... Um, these guys, uh, they're actually Haitian. The Dable brothers are Haitian. And um, just a really inspirational story to begin with, but unfortunately they never paid anybody. So George, mm. you, know, they, you know, they were, you know, so from the Dable brothers, moved, this book had three issues that were printed through them and distributed through Diamond. And then... They moved to uh, Marvel through, okay. you know, through a bunch of different incarnations, and um, they never paid my artist um, Guillermo Angel. Oh and wow! So I took over. I took over the production, and it became my project. So I didn't. It's a uh, you know creator owned, and I okay. I moved all the way through. But um, this has gone through several incarnations, and. Um, how many incarnations would you say? Well, at that it, point? it came, it was Dable Brothers and Sea Line Books, which was also um, one of the Dable Brothers. Uh, then it was uh, Media 1111, which is also Paris Hilton's um, name, but it's a, a different, a different, okay, digital. Paris Hilton, how the hell did you connect no, with that? that? It, it's just the name is associated with It's just the name, okay. Not, not the Paris Hilton thing. Using the name, gotcha. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, something like that. It was a that was a digital, and then I uh, independent, independent uh, published, and then uh, just kind of recently, Antarctic Antarctic Press. Okay. They they uh, they printed uh, this is pre pandemic. All right. And they did uh, six issues, and then now this is back to the original uh, graphic novel. They don't do the graphic novel, so oh, this is going to come out. Look how gorgeous that is. Yeah. This is coming out the end of this month through Paul. So right there, man, anyone the, on ASAP Comics UK, beautiful, man. So yeah. talk about you, you know, creating the team behind this. Like, and How did you find the team to create this book, you know, based well, on where you've artist, been at? The artist was awful. Uh, was through David Dable, who was who ended up doing Sea Lion books. They okay. they ended up they did a, a Paulo, Paulo Coelho uh, adaptation of The Alchemist, which was okay. you know that's a name, but um, not a great name. So so he introduced me. They his I think um, Guillermo's or Guillet's uncle had done some work for the Dable brothers, and then they hooked me up, and they did some great. Um, Gia does some great stuff. It's um, 
he did some character sketches. It was just like just marvelous from the start. Oh, really? And when did you find them? Like, what year was that? 2008, maybe. 2008. So, so what tools were you using then to try to find people to collaborate with? It was internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was internet and um, FTP, if you can believe that stuff. FTP? Oh, my yeah. God. Old, old school, kid. Old school. We're talking it, old school. It still works, though, let me tell you. Yeah, it still works. If you, you know. it, it works good. It works good. I, I, I'd rather use that in the cloud sometimes because, you know, if it's in the cloud, it could be held hostage. <laughs> It's true. That's true. And um, it's yours, you know. Yeah, absolutely. But um, the genesis of this story is, um, I mean, I started writing it, obviously, in the early 2000s. And but what inspired that? What inspired you to take that creative step, kiddo? I tell you, man, it's, it's the same as what's happening now. It's like at a time when I'm, you know, like if you're disgusted with what was going on, Back then, it's even more, you know. Yeah, I kind of understand because there's something I saw. I was like, well, well that was kind of your inspiration. You were disgusted with the priority, the priorities of, of the states, man. With, yeah. with, it was celebrity and all this fandom. Yeah, as a Puerto Rican, it's like, you know, you're going to go and say, oh, Oh, Horace, come over here. Let me throw motherfucking napkins at you. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Don't go with that bullshit. That, that, that's the best you could do. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I, I get it. So, you know, so you were angered. So how did that lead to this creation? Well, the thing is, I was, I've been writing for a long time. I've been represented for novel, my novels and everything like that. But it's just like, okay, what kind of stories are relevant and what kind of stories are important. You know, it's like, I just watched Red Notice last night and it was like, this is yeah. pre-pandemic bullshit about yeah. really rich people doing stupid things. And it's like, yeah. this is not tenable. This is unsustainable. This is like, I mean, we're just being, fl we're flushing ourselves down the toilet doing this, this kind of stuff. Spending, you know. The aliens are laughing at us, folks. <laughs> yeah, well, they're, they're, puppeteering us but the thing is is that um you know if it is unsustainable what happens next and so dog eaters is about after this dark age 175 years after the die-off you know the, 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 long, the, the long line is mankind fails to transcend the petroleum age, and here we are, gas prices rising again, you know. It's oh, like, man, that sounds like Mad Max, bro, petroleum. Yeah, so the supply chain is, is jammed up. It's like globalism is just, um, it's very, very real based <laughs> on everything working together, and when one of the cogs in the machine breaks down, then you have, like, when the ships stop coming into Hawaii, for example, they only have food for a week. Oh, wow. Really? So what do you, what happens then when the ships stop coming in? And, you know, the Suez Canal, the ship uh, blocked the canal for a week or so, and everybody's freaking out, and prices go up. But even now, right, apparently, we, you know, liquor is getting affected and gifts are getting affected and this, that, the other, the global pandemic. I mean, I, I feel that's just corporations making an excuse to make up for losses. 
it's not an excuse. It's re- it's real. It's what happens when things get things get a you know. It's like um, print on demand, but when the when the printer's not printing, you're not so getting. You believe it's really going? I mean, I hope I hope that it's a real thing, man. I hope they're not trying to capitalize on on, on the moments. You know, hey, let me make some extra money because you know I, we do live in a capitalist country. <laughs> well, you know, this is. I think this is. We're getting, of, we're getting to the end. We have to think a different way. Than I hope so. I, listen, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I'm all about that, Sherry, because, you know, I kind of read a lot of anarchistic shit sometimes. But, you know, the anarchy is not anarchy. It's a nice bartering system. Everybody wins. You know what I mean? It's not really anarchy. It's just a different way of using what we got and, and, and you know, and being able to survive. What's wrong with that? You know what I mean? But, but, let, let's do this with the books. Cause look at this beautiful fucking cover, bro. Bro. And, and there goes PA right here. Malcolm is a creative genius. So beautiful <laughs> layer. So, thank you, PA. Look at that. Join us. Thanks, Paul. Look at this. It's international. We got Tokyo in the building. We got fucking the UK in the building. We got USA. I love it. But look at this cover, man. And, and explain to me, who is this? A wonderful looking character on the cover. This is Tracy, and she's the daughter of. Um, basically, we have we're talking about the Black Dog Clan making its way down the trade route between the, the Black Dog City. Clan. What's that? That sounds so gangster. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a world where um, hooved animals are very rare because of bovine encephalitis. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, mad cow okay. disease. And so basically the. The diet has changed. <laughs> oh, but I mean that's that's a minor. That's just sort of a minor aside. I know that a lot of um, you know. Wait, oh, when you, when you oh look up, my God! <laughs> for doggies. Okay. So, um, civilization consists of scattered nomadic tribes, isolated cas- casino cities, and hordes of predatory bandits. And this like is these um, guys right here, like these guys. Yeah, these are the roaches. I mean, these dudes and, are armed to the teeth, and they look like the road warriors. That the wrestlers remember them. <laughs> I do, I do. And um, basically, they are the remnants of prisoners, maximum security prisoners. Okay, so were, this is a scum of society. Right they were protected by the uh, the walls of you know being in the, you know in prison the the concrete and everything protected them from the die off and they interbred okay. and they've uh, they've become a different kind of people and the black dog clan is basically um, native okay. so American Indian based so they're uh, indigenous to to, indigenous to land to the, yeah so they're they're living off the land and um, they're making their way down the coast to the coast, the Gulf Coast, to uh, establish their own city. Times are changing. It's 175 years after the die-off. It's a time of change oh, wow. uh, in the wild, 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 again, the wild, wild west. Do we get the story of the die-off of that 175 years? Or, that's, uh, or is that going to be some sporadic to- storytelling within the dog eaters universe? It's, this is post. Like, a, a lot of the um, apocalyptic stories are... You know, it, it's happening now, but this is afterwards. 
So it's kind of like um, the it's kind of like even if you were put it on a timeline with other stories like um, Cormac, okay. uh, the road. It's like after that. It's like when things when the people have finished dying and then the survivors have started to recoalesce around their tribe, their you know the casino city. So it's kind of like a re, it's sort of like a, a post uh, post western in a way. Okay, so sci fi post western somewhere in the future. Yes, yes. And, and, and look at that. I mean, it, it's just the art. So you know, wh- why the manga influence? Is it something that's just you know it, it more in the nature that fits in with the narrative of what you want to tell? Well, the artist um, is Chilean. In Chile, based, uh, Santiago, Chile. Really? Oh, um, wow. So he's in Chile and has such a manga influence. Beautiful. <laughs> well, that, well, that's the thing is that the South American artists are sort of a hybrid of uh, manga and also like Marvel DC. So oh, absolutely. Know? I see it because there's certain, like, it just, just right here you could see in that line work. It's not traditional manga because traditional manga would be more like this. So he kind of really does do a divide yeah it's it's it's, i think you know you could call it south american art style you know i I, there's a lot of people in brazil also um yeah but uh colors too yeah gorgeous who's your colorist the colorist the original colors were filipinos through um glasshouse graphics i'm sure you've heard that name yes i have dave campiti nice um and uh the the original they did the first two issues, and then um, we got one of uh, Guille's friends, uh, colleagues in Chile, to, to finish up. And then uh, he did he he did color he did the whole thing uh, towards the end. Beautiful. It's all about chapter three because here we are going through stuff and look at this. Come, who are all these? characters? I mean, who's homie here? Because he looks like he's a scumbag. Am I right? Well, he sort of is, but he's the leader of the Black Dog Clan. He is. He's uh, Tracy's uh, father, and she's holding Mr. Fluffy. Fluffy. So they don't always eat, they don't eat all the dogs. They keep the cute ones. You know, just guys. What makes Fluffy special? He's cute. (laughs) I hear you, though. (laughs) You know, you know how it is when you got cuties around. You don't want to, you know. And the guy in the background is Bevan, and he is the traveler who they pick up in the first issue. Uh, he helps thwart an ambush, you know, a roach ambush in the beginning. And he and uh, Lamont, Lamont Black Dog, is the, the leader of the clan. And he is, they have uh, uh, issues. Gotcha. Holy shit, why are the hyenas eating each other? They're not, they've been shot. They've been... Uh, oh, they've been shot. Yeah, they, uh... These these are like dingoes. These dogs have, um... Dingoes. Evolved, also evolved into a, sort of a wild, you know, dingo-like half-dog, half-wolf, half-coyote, dingo wow. kind of, um, you know, animal. Gotcha. The dingo took my baby. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good excuse. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hey, work, bro. though. Didn't work. <laughs> hey, but, yeah, I don't know what happened to the kid. The thing goes, yo. Hey, oh, my God. Look at this gorgeous art, yo. And that motorcycle is so Akira-ish, if you will, for me. Right? Yeah, in design. Look at that. Gorgeous, yo. Gorgeous artwork, bro. Yeah, Gia, he really put his heart into it. Um, and, um, you know, just uh, still a friend. He came to visit in Tokyo uh, with his wife. Um, oh, he did? Hey. Yeah. Nice, yeah. Nice, He's, nice. Uh, you know, really into... Um, Obviously, manga and anime and stuff like that. So he made it. So you, did you take him on a tour? Because I heard over there, you guys got to put a nice, you know, comic market. Yeah, it's um, if you come to Japan at all, you have to come to Nakano Broadway, which is uh, Nakano Broadway. Okay, that is a mecca for uh, for nerds. <laughs> oh, really? it's, it's nerd Broadway. But um uh Murakami. Okay. Takashi, you know, the uh, uh super flat. So it's it's a lot of um manga and anime influenced art. But um nice. his stuff is uh fine art and he has uh you know, uh kind of a cult not a cult, an art cult, sort of. A uh, co-following. There are co-following. Don't worry, Bo Malcolm. You're gonna have a co-following. <laughs> this. Don't with two worries. But I mean, it's a really um, interesting place, and um, uh, definitely a destination if you, if comic people, uh, manga people, anime people come to Japan, come to Tokyo. That's definitely a, a must. You know, like Akihabara. I can't wait, man. I know. I, I believe my, my, you know, Al Murga uh, over there, they call me Abu Murga. Abu Murga. I was like, what? Abu Murga. Abu Murga. Abu Murga. Abu Murga. Yeah. Abu Murga. I was like, oh, okay. I love it, though. Sounds gangster. <laughs> Let's go to, let me go. I would love it. But again, this is great art. I mean, look at this, yo. Woo. Oh, watch this. Your homie's huge. Is he, is he huge or that's just the scenery? That's um, you know, that's an image of uh, just an image. It's art, yeah. It's gorgeous, bro. Look at that. I mean, it's so fire, bro. And I love that you use diversity in it too. So you have a diverse cast. Was that intentional? Well, America is diverse, and this is uh, this is based in the American Southwest. So okay. basically, you know. It really is a melting pot. I mean, you can say that about America for sure. You know, that's uh, that's true. You know, I, absolutely. This is why I don't understand. I mean, in certain states, this is why. You know, I come from New York. You know, and then I, then I lived in Massachusetts for a bit as well, and now I'm in Florida. You know, very diverse states, if you will. Mm -hmm. So this is why at times I don't understand why there's so much hate. But, you know, I also got to understand that I come from places where diversity is the norm. And when you really do look outside of the scope of cities, diversity is not the norm. <laughs> so they yeah. feel very uncomfortable with it because they just don't understand it and haven't grown up with it. I try to get into people's mental space sometimes. You know, mm -hmm. maybe I'm crazy if I think that way, but. I try to, try to understand them that way. Okay, this is how they were brought up, so how can I kind of 
come around that to teach them, you know, why, you know, we're not bad, <laughs> you know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's about race, it's about gender, it's about class, and I think what we get caught it. up, we get caught up in is the, um, the, the polarization is, is, you know, it's easiest to see in race. It's so, yeah, it's so visual, you know, so that's what kind of happened. And the whole problem, the whole problem with uh, the current situation is that they've never really, America, white America, has never really properly reconciled slavery. Reconciled or embraced it and said, hey, okay, we admit that this was a, a, a fuck up. And I mean, this comes across a lot of races. It wasn't just Africans that were enslaved, but Asians were enslaved, Latinos were enslaved, indigenous people were enslaved. I mean, this was an across-the-board bullshit thing that happened. It wasn't just one of us. The history books you only want to you know, focus on. It was all of us, and I think you could, could agree with that. Because, I, yeah, mean, I mean, you guys helped build the railroads and in, in, in California, I don't think that that was because you wanted to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the dominant, the dominant, the technologically advanced, whatever it is, the, the civilization will dominate, and that's basically the history of America is the history of Western civilization is the history of man, which is the technologically advanced My society dominates and enslaves. And so we're at a point now where we have to take the next step of evolution. Yes, we do. Homo sapiens, you know, this is if this is what we are, then we're not going to make it. So, and then we got to evolve to the next level, which is in just seeing each other as well. We are just beings, human beings. Yo. beings. Yeah, we're just human beings. That's all. Otherwise, we're going to live in a world like dog eaters, and I don't think many of us could survive that type of world. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, it's, well, it's real talk, though. This is why I like why you know what, what you're embracing here when you're talking about. So it's, it's just the realness of the situation. You know, well, we could do better, as you said, as human beings. You know, even if today was today's holiday here in America, it's Thanksgiving. You know, let's give thanks for the opportunities we have. I mean, look at us, even you know. You're in Tokyo, we're able to talk and chit chat about, you know, all these type of things. And, you know, and even this is a kind of book, you are touching on some real world, you know, situations that, you know, make you think. And thank you for doing that, you know, because again, you know, that takes a very brave soul to do things like that. Yeah, we have to, we have to move beyond what, I mean, it's just getting worse and worse. And like when I started writing this, it's like, I think I was basically referencing, you know, this Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton thing. But it's like even <laughs> worse now where you have people you never heard of that are so, you know, doing it. I mean, with TikTok and um, yeah. Instagram and, and all this uh, YouTube and, um, you know. And talk about this, bro. And I also want to know about this because you said you got some contemplation music. What are we talking about there? <laughs> well, you have to listen to it. that. You have to listen to oh, it right. to find out so, what it is. Yeah. Folks, listen to it right there. Cloudhandsproject.bandcat.com, bro. That way you can have a trip. But talk about this. What's this, man? This is really your wall in your crib, bro? Yeah, this is, um, you know, as the as the artwork comes out, 
you want to you want to be able to see it. This is like a, almost like a storyboard because remember this was a, this was a um, a screenplay first. A screenplay, absolutely. I mean, you really wanted it to 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 be a screenplay. You know, it was never meant to be a comic. It was meant to be a two-hour film, and then here you meet Sean Z. Jordan. Yeah, and um, so basically, Sean is was working with the with the Devil Brothers until they stopped paying him, basically. But um, we uh, we whipped out the adaptation really fast. I mean, it was a couple months, nice. if that. You know, it was like he would he would write. And, and uh, the, was the film going to be live or an animated feature? No, it's it's it was meant to be uh, live action. Oh, it wow. is meant. To be. Okay. It is um, live action, and so then uh, you know when it when it becomes a comic book, it, it's like well, this is a storyboard, you know, and so basically laying it out like this, and you can see the spreads, and you can see and just sort of like mapping it out, and then he adapted it, but then I'm going back over it, you know, reshaping. The word uh, bubbles yeah. to fit, you know, to fit it into more of a comic book. Absolutely, because Janice Chang said, "Don't you cover that art? You better find the right spots." <laughs> That's right, and um, you know, all that uh, the layout, the uh, composition, um, all of that stuff. And I love that the piece is like mind mapping your walls. <laughs> so this is um this is issue uh two. Okay, I gotta ask here though, cause it's like you got all oh, these awesome, you got all these awesome pictures here, right? Four, and sudden, you got this guitar here. What's going on here? <laughs> what are you trying to tell us, bro? Are you the next Jimi Hendrix, bro? Are you the Jimi Hendrix of Tokyo? What's popping here, bro? <laughs> Not Jimi Hendrix, more like uh. Um, uh, feeble fingered, um, <laughs> <laughs> feeble fingered um, chord chord player, but um, you know this is a this was a little studio that I had uh, nice. back at that time and uh, nice. So oh oh wow wow. So this is Angie and Angie is so um that's Angie that's Angie. So, so yeah, yep. that's Angie and then there's uh there's some. Merch with um, you know, there's uh, some posters with Angie and there's uh, T-shirts right there. The Angie collection right there yeah. at ascentees.myshopify.com. Folks, look it up. Right. So, so yo, this is um, wow. This is uh, 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 a drop shipping uh, combination uh, with Shopify. Shopify is the major um, yeah. online platform now for shopping. One of one of the top. 10 or whatever, top 5. They whatever. absolutely are. I mean, again, because they actually know how to revenue share. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, uh, they they teamed up with um, a bunch of different uh, drop shipping. Uh, and so what it is is what's great about drop shipping is, I like, I try to be in my own feeble way, try to be – sustainable and you know have a do this kind of thing where i'm not fucking up the world so uh. what it is is that these guys uh it's print on demand so you have no inventory okay. you don't have to like 
um, nice. putting a whole bunch of stuff, and then if it doesn't sell, what do you do with it? Um, nice. These days, not these days, you know, but anytime if you have a business, if you have inventory and it goes beyond the year, you're carrying it from one year to the next, you pay tax on it. If, if you don't want to pay tax on it, you have to destroy it. So what oh, are we doing? Oh, really? Yes. So what are we doing? Wait a minute, wait a minute. So as an independent creator, you have this product, and if you don't sell it, unless you want to get taxed on it, you got to, like... If you have inventory. If you have... In, no, this is any business. If you have inventory, okay. that's why, like, Marvel... Uh, not Marvel, I'm sorry. Um, not Hasbro. What is the other one? It starts with an M that had Barbie. Mattel. Mattel, Mattel had, like... Hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff that they had to destroy. This is all plastic too, right? So they're pulling, using petroleum, polluting the air, making plastic, <laughs> and then destroying it by throwing it in the landfill oh, or man. or burning it, whatever. This is this is capitalism. This is what's wow. destroying it. So with drop shipping. If it's only, uh, you know, if only one gets ordered, you only make one. So nice. it's no inventory. Plus, you don't have to pay taxes on inventory that is that carried is carried over. It's non-existent. It's just print on demand. I love it. What a right. great little platform there. I, I, I'm digging it, man. I'm so digging it. The platform is, yeah, that's um. That is a femme fatale from one of the casino cities. Yeah, definitely, but she could kill me anytime. <laughs> and she, I don't want to give away too much plot, but she is dangerous. <laughs> I like them like that. Yeah, that's, that's the best way, folks. You want them crazy. Yeah. And no, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is available. This is also available as a pinup, uh, as a as a print on uh, semi-glossy. With framed and it's pretty reasonable actually. And that coloring, it's the coloring. I'm enamored by the coloring. It is gorgeous. Yeah, this. Talk about that logo. That's a tattoo in the making for many people right there. Talk yeah. about that. Yeah, that's uh, that's the black dog logo in negative. Mm. And one of the uh, the letterer. Uh, Dave Lamphere, he, he does does quite a few books uh, in America, and um, he he did some great stuff with uh, with not only the lettering but like um, how he put together uh, this kind of thing here. Yep, so that off. Okay. Very nice. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, look at that book. Whoa, gorgeous. Saw that art, man. Saw that art. Saw people what they're missing and what they need to be getting in their lives, Wilson. <laughs> That's what you need to be showing off. Cause it's gorgeous, bro. I mean, it's been, it's been a journey, hasn't it, brother? Oh my God, you wouldn't believe it. It's like. So many different, 
so-called publishers, so many, um, you know. But the thing is, the most important thing was that it was totally my intellectual property, so I didn't have to worry about, like, somebody else owning the rights to it. You and, were fucking around with the property. Like, this is my shit, and I, I needed to do it my way. Right. And Beautiful. what I've found is that, you know, even in film school and things like that, is that if you don't have the production funds, you can't own what you create. And so, you know, I spent a lot of money, you know, to make this. And, but the, the I spent it, but it's mine. And it's yours. And, and listen, only do time, my brother. Yeah. You, and what is, what, what is money? Tenacity. What is money anyways? It's just, um, it's a flow. It it's is. a flow. So once it, once it passes through, you know, what are you left with? Uh, You're not buried with it, right? Isn't that you're taking it with you? Right. <laughs> once, once you've used it, what, what, what have you used it for? Is it something that is ephemeral and that you'll never get back again? Like, um, um, entertainment. You pay a for entertainment. You, a, beer, you, a beer. I got, you know, spending it on the beer. You're not going to get it back again. you got to spend it again to get it again. But right. if you invest in yourself, that's it's right. That only rewards itself ten times over. That's right. That's right. The potential. I mean, if you don't try, you don't get anything. There's no exact. Thank you. That's the shit. Because you know, I think we both know as creators. Maybe we've had people in our lives that try to tell us and try to you know give us some advice, and then you look at them and think, "What are you doing, though?" I don't see you on the stage. I don't see you putting yourself out there. I don't see you sharing of yourself in any scale. So who do you to tell me how to do what I do? Well, how yeah, do you it, feel about stuff like that? I mean, do you face that? I've had people like, really? Like, are you crazy, bro? You need yeah, to well, what I'm doing. <laughs> do you get a lot of... Um, well, even from your, uh, you know, friends and family, whatever, you know, it's like... Uh, family is, like, in, in, intense. I mean, from a certain side, it's like, come on, guys, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> resistance, you know, you when you push against resistance, you get you can either get stronger or you can get plowed under. So that's... Uh, I'm that's, a war, bro. I'm, I, I'm a goddamn adamantium war right now. I, I'm about to turn into the... Uh, what is it? Vibranium. No worries. <laughs> Wolverine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit. So that, that's... I mean, and that's... That's life. I mean, think of the odds. Think of the odds of us even as individuals being born. Well, I'm assuming like this, being here yeah. and being... Having this opportunity to talk, because look at me all the way in Orlando, I'm talking to this amazing independent <laughs> creator that's had an amazing journey to bring dog eaters to the forefront. You know, his story, his amazing, beautiful story. So, I mean, if you had the chance, though, to make it animated, because I think this would be gorgeous as an anime film. I mean, would you take that, or do you still want it live, actually? Well, I mean, you look at each in opportunity as it comes and, and you know, judge, I mean, you know, also the people that you're working with, who, 
you know, who who brings this offer to you and all this kind of stuff yeah. is very important. You know, these are okay. these these kind of relationships are like temporary marriages. You know, mm-hmm. so one of the one of the interesting things of how this got to ASAP and to any one world. Um, yes, yeah, I want to know how the hell this did me, Paul, man. Well, <laughs> through Lance Lucero, your buddy, man. Oh well, nice man. Three yeah, years of buddy, and Lance, Lance is an amazing uh, yes, he is. God bless I mean, the things that he does. Uh, I love him, man. And the power that he has. I mean, he just powers through things. It's amazing. As an independent filmmaker and, um, you know. And a comic book creator. And a comic. I mean, he, he does a lot, man. I, got, I, I salute the homie, man. He's a real trooper, bro. real soldier. And the thing, how I met Lance was through uh, Michael Lent, who is um, a screenwriter that I met through the Table Brothers, actually. Um, Okay. And uh, we maintained contact through Comic-Cons, because I was going down to Comic-Cons for several years um, in uh, San Diego. Okay. And we maintained a relationship, and then he uh, introduced me to Lance. And we just started, um, you know jibber-jabbering, and then uh, it's like, yeah, I make, uh, I showed him uh, um, one of my films, uh, shot on Super 8. Oh, uh, shit, you already convinced him. <laughs> transferred to Umatic. We're talking, oh, we're talking the early 80s. Holy shit, Yo, bro, you, that, you made that quarter, man wet, let me tell you bro, with that shit. That's his thing. Quarter inch Umatic tape that had come to those big cassettes. That was the industry standard back then, before Betacam, before, you know, all this, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> Edited, and then one-hour movie, and then I um, I still had the camera, and he was like, I, he was like, hey, uh, you know, this is a really good camera. And I tried to, you know, hey, it still kind of works. It's, I mean, I can see the electricity is still going yeah. through there. And I just sent it to him. I said, hey, bro, this is, you just pay for shipping. I'm giving this to you. No, so, you didn't do that. I, I did. And I, I sent him wow. another camera as well. Um, uh, less, uh, this was a 1014, which is like the ultimate uh, Canon uh, Super 8 camera. Oh, wow. It, it could do in-camera cross-fades and, you know, all this kind of stuff. Oh, my God. And slow motion oh and um, time-lapse. Folks, you see why independent rules, this is what this is. Independent is family, no matter what. I mean, look at this. Wow, yo, God bless you. Lance, bro, you're blessed, kiddo. That's awesome. What a so, good moment. So we established this uh, relationship, and then... Um, he, uh, you know, started talking about uh, all different kinds of stuff, you know, comic crusaders and uh, <laughs> and then that's ASAP and anyone world, and then that's how we hooked up with uh, Paul. And you know, Paul's journey himself is amazing. I mean, yes, it is. I'm very proud of my brother. Let me tell when you. When you go, no, when you're not going on a corporate path, you know, as a freelancer as a creative you know as an artist as you know as a creative force i, I want to call that because again me even i am independent i see so other comic book websites they're all owned by 
a larger conglomerate. I am yeah. totally independent. Right. Like, I, you know, I talk about what I want, when I want, how I want. When I talk to creators like yourself, for example, no lie, Malcolm. I kid you not. I've had times with creators say, why are you so willing? I've gone to other websites. They tell me, well, unless you're listed here, I can't post you. I'm like, mm-hmm. who would tell you that? I mean, you're creating. I mean, who gives a fuck where you're listed at? So long as you, you're listed somewhere where people could buy your product, what's the problem? As long as you're not spewing hate, I got you. Then the thing is, too, is that this whole, um, you know, financialized capitalism, everything starts to become controlled by one situation. Look at yeah. look at Amazon. Oh, you yeah. Know. Oh, yeah, they're starting to take over a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah, motherfuckers are complaining about Diamond. Diamond collapsed. Now we have Lunar and a couple of others, but then now Amazon is starting to, you know, eat these motherfuckers up, too. And even Simon and his sister, they're trying to distribute. They'll probably get eaten up by Amazon, too. And the thing is, is that when it was more diverse, like even with, uh, you know, because I was coming at it from uh, publishing and, and film, movies, is that you had different companies with different personalities Answering yeah. to fewer people. Yes. Yeah. Real and competition. And then they got bought up, bought up, bought up, bought up, bought up. Now there's only a few people. It's like wrestling, right? When Vince McMahon bought up everything, WWE, and there was no more comp. And what happened to WCW became the same thing. That was the last one standing. And now, thank God, there's finally competition again. And the, the thing is, is that when you only have one or two gatekeepers, you only have one or two choices visions and what and, they and, 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 and it's politics right either an elephant or a donkey fuck off i'm not either bro you know who yeah. i am I, i'm out yeah. murder <laughs> i'm a wolverine <laughs> that's what i am bro i'm a motherfucking wolf my motherfucker that's what i am <laughs> and so again this diversity of of perspective and vision is being crushed by financialized capitalism because basically a lot of independents, you you get successful as an independent, I can sell out to whoever for $10 million, $100 million, $200 million. Keyword sell out. (laughs) And then I sold out, I I sold out like this this guy I know on – uh, he had a, a successful card game. Um, I can't remember what it was. I mean, not super successful, but successful enough that Sony bought him out for a, a million or something, kept oh, him on for a year, and then killed it. And what they wanted oh, to do, obviously, was kill the competition. It's like weeding. It's like this thing is growing. Disgusting, yeah. It's growing, and I have this plant or this whatever, this uh, – this this uh, property, and I just buy it and kill it. And well, then that's, that's what Marvel did with Malibu, didn't they? Remember Malibu Comics and Prime and Hard Case and all those awesome characters? Where the fuck are they now? Yeah, they they buy them, and it's the same with um with everything now. It's not just creative; it's it's all businesses. I mean, look at um. Look at Silicon Valley. It's the same thing. It's like... Oh, yeah. And then the problem is is that people want to be bought out. 
Yeah, they feel, oh, let me create this to make the money and get out. But, you know, you know you're creating something that matters. Don't do that. When it's something that's ill, I'm not going to be a sellout. I'll tell you that much. Offer me what the fuck you want. And my wife may think I'm crazy, but nah, bro. If you don't understand my vision, there ain't no motherfucking way I'm selling this motherfucker. <laughs> it's kind of like Me Too for business. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yo, 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 truth. It's the truth, though. It's, it's an abuse of power over a smaller brand, you know, and it's like, nah, you know, does a smaller brand stand up and fight back, or are they going to go ahead and allow to be, themselves to be abused? No. And sometimes they want to. I mean, the, um, the documentary on Alanis Morissette uh, just came out, and apparently... You know, she was, you know, casting couched, and that was that song, Ooh. right? Ooh. That song, that most, her most famous song, I forget the name right off the top of my head, but, um, uh, and then, she, you know, but, and she was maybe underage or whatever. It was consent, but then when you look back at it, from the wisdom of being 40 or 45 or however she was old, she yeah. was small. Seeing that she's actually exploited, but yet in a way it allowed her to become who she is. Who she <laughs> is exactly. So it's definitely a gray area where it comes. Isn't to it? Isn't that perplexing? I mean, here you are, like, damn you! I don't feel comfortable with that. But if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't be in the place I am. Like, exactly. And then that, what that a conundrum! That compromise is what are you willing? How far are you willing to go? And some people are not willing to go that far, and some are. Uh, a lot haven't either. You know, you see them just disappear from the face of the earth because that's they right. weren't willing to bend. That's right. That's right. And, and so they disappear. And <laughs> then we have to look at what we think of as success. And is success, you know, giving it all, your all, literally, you know, your private parts, giving them away for success. Is that success? You know? Which is what, we, what wifey and I talk about when we watch music videos lately. Is like, okay, we see a lot of young ladies that, you know, okay, uh, you know, empowerment to the female body for sure, but do you really have to be almost half naked? <laughs> you know, it's not necessary. You know what I mean? You, you're giving in to something that is not even right. You know, they, they make, they're exploiting you, you know? It ain't right. But the attention is also a kind of drug. Getting yeah, it is. Well, it, it, that's the society we live in, right? I mean, you know, we have phones and tablets with that 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 fifteen minute quick ah, satisfaction point, and we're done. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the last fifteen minutes, fellas. Most of you can. <laughs> so, so you know, these competing motivations. Uh, you have. Uh, a kind of, uh, you know, the need for attention, how far do you go for that? And then you also have this kind of moralistic thing coming down to is, is this, um, you know, is this decent or whatever? Yep. You know, so it's kind of a balance there. And then what we're finding is that more and more extreme behavior is rewarded. And, um, Yep. Even when even when you go the moral side, it's like, yeah, man, I was a drug addict, I was on heroin, but now I'm preaching, I'm preaching the word of God, 
And that gets more attention than some guy that was like never had that situation. And it's just like I'm preaching the word of God. It's like I don't want to listen to you. You're it's kind of bland and not exciting. And um, you know stories too. What is that? Um, there was a there was just a story or a book that this uh, woman wrote about getting raped or something, and then um, uh, she wrote about that and. Um, I don't know what happened to it, but it's like because something extreme has happened to me, it gets more attention than somebody that like, yeah, I went to school and then I got a job at uh, Walmart. Well, and, yeah, people like the negative stories. That's what it is. People extreme, are to the negative, extreme energy. That's what people are attracted to. They don't, you know, because unfortunately many people are programmed to believe that they can't reach you know the goals that that are that are possible listen you can't all achieve your dreams it's a real thing you just got to believe you can and don't let the masses make you believe you cannot you know because look at malcolm he's been kicking ass with his book he's been through several publishers but now he's landed at the one home that will actually be the last home because this book is just going to go far from here and we will get either our anime or our live action and i offer offer myself to people you know, yo, listen, if you need a dead Puerto Rican on screen, I got you, my brother. I got you. Look at that. Look at that. Mankind first transcended petroleum age 175 years after the die of civilization consists of isolated casino cities, nomadic clans, and the roving swarms of predatory bandits. This is the world of the black dog clan. Hey! Look at that shit. Gangster, folks. Gangster. And, and, and yo, right there, Malcolm, before we go, you got to let them know. Where can they pick up this beautiful book at, yo? Any one world. Let me give you the link for that. Well, um, I know right here that Paul gave me this right there. You can pre-order your copy at anyoneworld.com. All right? But visit the website, you know. Get that contemplation music. Get that <laughs> sexy Annie swag. You know what I mean? Get some posters. Mm -hmm. The logo t-shirt. The logo t-shirt. You got some posters right there, bro. Get that dog eater swag right there. Everything is at the centies for the swag, all right? But if you want the book, you know, and understand, your ASAP Comics UK, bro, this is, like, going to be an amazing independent. It is going to be. Get the fuck out. They already are. An amazing independent comic book publisher out the UK. They're doing great things. They just signed, you know, dog eaters. So wait for that, bro. You know, check out ASAP Comics UK so you can follow everything they're doing. But for real, go visit the shops. Get those posters. Get that Angie collection. Get that Dog yeah. Eaters collection. Get the, logo, the logo, yeah. The Dog Eaters logo collection is kind of cool. Maybe I love show. it, bro. Do you have a, uh, a picture of that? Let's see. Uh, get, send me If you send me a picture on the Twitterverse or oh, an email, yeah. I'm not I'll show it. I'm well, you like, gotta start getting on social. Media. Listen, folks. Here's what. While he does that, entrepreneurial talk. Just for a moment, folks. So if you are, <laughs> if you are an entrepreneur, lock in every single social media or whatever it is that you're doing. So whatever the name of your product is, even if you don't use that social media platform, just just lock in the name. It's very important. So that way, it's never held hostage. Because the day that you need it. And if somebody else owns it, you know what's going to happen? They're going to charge you racks for that shit because they're going to try and play you. So do not allow them to do that. So a new social platform, get the name, 
just hold it down that the true facts, true talk. Let's right? see, how can I send this to you? You can email it to me. Al- oh my god. Alex, I'll share it, folks. Go ahead. Don't send me no goddamn spam, you motherfuckers. If you send me any <laughs> fucked up pictures, I'll, I'll blow you up. What, what is the share button, share button on this, uh, down here next? Well, if you, ha- if you can share the screen, if you have it as a screenshot and bring it up, we can share it. Okay. Video file. Oh, I can uh, share screen. Do we, oh man, I didn't show the trailer. You reminded me, so we're gonna do. Oh yeah, yeah. Show, we go. So while while you do that, let's show this awesome trailer. Let's do that. Yeah, bro. Because I, I downloaded this before we go. Black dog clan stumbles across the Crazy report. Just smoked so far. Guns are armed. What you got, Stevie? Got a dog down. I like how you do the animated motion. I love it. <laughs> that was done um, in India. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. cool. Digicore. Digicore. And they're nice. still they're still doing it. So they're in Mumbai. Mumbai. And shout out to my Indians. You know what, though? A shout out to India because um, they're like the, the second behind the United States as being Comic Crusaders podcast fans. So I want to give a salute to all my Indian people out there, to Pune, Mumbai, every little, you know, town out there in India. Salute to you, my people. I love you. Thank you for tuning in. I, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> it's amazing. And I hope they appreciate you right here with this awesome comic. So, Indies, look out for dog eaters, kiddos. You got Colombia and Belgium, too, that be listening. So I hope I'm spending you to the world with this beautiful podcast of ours and the amazing people that are listening. So, all right. I'm so, gonna send, okay. I'll send yeah. this to um, Comic Crusade. Oh, well, this is yours, I guess. If you got a picture, go ahead and send it, man, because the trailer was great. Love it. There's Love another it. trailer, too, that I did um, for Paul. Oh, you did? Yeah, well, you didn't get that one? Hold on, hold no, on. No, I didn't get it, but if you send it, you know, you know, I'll take care of it. It actually... Uh, Let's see. You send it. I'm sorry. You got to be quick on this bad boy, kiddo. I know. I know. Sorry. No, don't be sorry about that <laughs> at all. At all. Listen, we're hanging out because you're ASAP family. So, you know, I'm only kidding. You know, ASAP, you got the pun. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, I made Paul laugh last time. He's like, oh, you asshole. Yeah. All right. I'm not trying to rush now. ASAP doesn't mean quickly. ASAP is just amazing. That's what it is. <laughs> Look, it's on ASAP channel. Oh, word. Well done. So, if you, guys, if you go to the ASAP YouTube, you could get the video. Send me that channel right now. Okay, hold Find on. Find it? I got it, yeah. Oh, you sent me something here? Wait, wait, hold on. I got the swag, though. If you share the screen, up, um, make sure to share audio. And then... Okay, hold um, on. Hold on. Let's see what we got here. Go share, share audio, add it to the screen or the tab, 
You should be able to choose between this green or the tab. Uh, how come it's not going? Hold on, hold on. But this is technology. That's what it does. Let's see in the Copy. intro. <laughs> this is what it does. It's technology, folks, you know. <laughs> but I love it. You know, so ASAP. Here we go. So add it to the screen. Like share at the bottom, right? Oh, share. Yeah. Hit the share button. And then it. Oh, I don't see it. Well, here's, here's something. Or you can say, oh, wait a minute, let me see. Don't get this promo trailer from four days ago. I'll do it. Check it out, folks. Okay. This is going to be fire, folks. It's going to be fire, I promise you. That's why we're waiting. Paul's like, you better play my, my joint. Paul's being a thug right now. So hold on. I don't, want th- I don't want Paul to beat me up all the way from the UK. All right, all right. So it's just the audio. And check this out, everybody. Look how awesome this is. This is the ASAP UK version. Mankind failed to transcend the Trollium Age. 175 years ago, they died on Isolated The Black Dog Clan stumbles across an ambush. Gone bad. Just smoked so far. Guns are armed. What's the box, baby? Beautiful, holy shit, man! Did ASAP make that look sexy or what? Sexy, love it, love it. So, Malcolm, boy, you've been a wonderful guest, bro. I appreciate it, bro. So, thank you I very mean, much. You've been on, you've been on a long journey, so. What piece of advice can you leave any any creator with right now based on the journey you've had thus far? Well, obviously you have to it has to be something that you're expressing from within rather than trying to find a template and filling in the blanks. That's um that's a lot of what we have now, I think. It's like genre Genre is something that, oh, is it comedy? Is it romantic comedy? And then you find the beats and you fill it in. And it's, um, you can, I mean, you do need structure. But, um, so you, you fit your passion into, into a, a structure. And, um, in a way that, 
is not so derivative. I mean, everybody has influences. You have to. Have, I mean, you, we're building on culture is building on on previous things. I mean, look at Dune. You know, everything. That I love done. that movie. I love that movie, the new version. And I have a friend that said I hated it. I'm like, wow. I thought it was better than the old school. <laughs> you know, Dune. Uh, you know, Star Wars stole so much from Dune, um, and you know when you then you, when you go back to Dune, this is the original, you know, kind of thing, original imagery. But uh, the actual um, content, you know, is it's ecological, it's um, religious, it's um, you know, it's about power, it's about mysticism, it's about spiritualism, it's about you know. So these things of Dune. You know, kind of goes into Star Wars. It kind of goes into other other you know movies and and books. A lot of people were influenced by it, and still they cannot quite get it right. But it's you know, one day, one but, uh, day have that visionary. <laughs> so the the thing about you know having your own experience and being able to express it in a original and unique way is. Um, you know, that comes from self-study, comes from study, comes from experience. Absolutely. And um, those are things that, as individuals, you know, as why are we alive, it's to learn. So these things, staying uh, mindful, being attentive, uh, understanding what you're doing in relationships, um, what your relationship is with the world. These these things are really important to uh Find yourself so that you can express something that is, you know, interesting. Agreed. Agreed, my brother. So, again, thank you for tuning in. Great words right there, folks. You hear that? Listen to the big homie over here, man. He's been on a long <laughs> journey, and he about to blow up via ASAP Comics UK and the anyone, you know, uh, creator-owned label. I can't wait to you guys get your eyes on this beautiful, gorgeous book. That's soon to be either a cartoon or a movie. Like I said, yeah, if you need a dead Puerto Rican on screen or somebody oh. or a lead, I'm there for you. And um, I have another another quick thing that I want to talk about uh, that I'm working on with Lance Lucero. Oh, oh my God. You're working on – oh, shit. We got a scoop, folks. What we got? Okay. So um, I have another story called Sacred Profanity that, again, was uh, – it's actually this. This is an, another uh, first place award-winning screenplay, uh, Story Pros. They were. And um, Lance has a, adapted it. We're finished adapting it. I mean, of course, there's always going to be um, revisions. But um, this story is uh, sacred profanity in a dystopian near future. Love that, right? A journalist <laughs> investigating the assassination of a spiritual teacher must elude the death squads of both the UN peacekeepers and the divine faith to find and reveal the truth and witness the resurrection. Oh, my effing God, you guys are nuts. I can't wait. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. You guys are, uh, are like, uh, like brothers from another mother. I cannot wait to see this creative collaboration, like, and in this full form, oh, my God, I'm excited. Because Lance is a beast and so are you. So to have you two creative forces together, oh, my God, I can't I can't wait. This is going to be amazing. 
Lance is relentless, man. He is relentless. <laughs> he is. He is, bro. He, he for real is. This is why I'm, I'm so blessed to have him on my team and to have, have uh, been able to meet him. Because I met him through reviewing a comic. And they say, you know, it's like, yo, I would love to help you guys. I was like, wow, yo, God bless your soul, bro. You're a good dude. And, and and look at you guys not even connecting. You know, great people, man. Warehouse 9, you know, you know, fucking right here. Um. You know, uh, anyone world, you got ASAC Comics UK, we got Dog Eaters, you're Malcolm. I mean, you're amongst the, the, the future comics. I, I can't wait to see how, how amazing your journey will go from here now. I think you found the right home, and, yeah. and it's only going to be, like, good from here. So uh, with that, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You know that my outro tells you what to do with the exception of two things. Please visit the awesome comic book shop, like, yo, if you don't have an LCS by you, just go visit comicbookcrusaders.shop and we can get all your latest comic books for you delivered at your home. Dark uh, Horse got you, 305, Mr. Lucas Fushino himself, man. The ultimate, ultimate investment king could definitely uh, show you the way. And, of course, if you want some awesome swag, some awesome T-shirts like this cap right here, just visit comicbookcrusaders.us, all right? And with that, please, you know, visit everything, yo. You could get dog eater swag right there, right? Visit Paul's website there. Follow Paul and his awesome company as it comes you can social, right? But of course, you know, get there some dog eaters posters. Get that Angie swag, that sexy Angie swag, you know, yeah, to make your wife jealous. Uh, don't get that contemplation music. You, uh, apparently, you will understand once you hear. He's teasing you, folks. You saw that guitar there. I wonder what's going on. <laughs> I can't wait. Of course, you got the anyone world. <laughs> Uh, website where you can pre-order this amazing book and if you want to get some teasers and everything please visit their website as well because uh, the homie's doing it man he's all in the business thank you for tuning in much love a very happy thanksgiving salute to each and every one of you love you guys thank you so much y'all thank, no, thank, thank you uh, thank you Malcolm thank you for being an awesome creator on this amazing day bro thank you for being awesome and sharing of yourself brother and with that thank you folks for Listening in, tuning in, supporting. Much love. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 